Hey friend, welcome to Bible Tract Echoes. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles and go to the book of Matthew chapter number six. As you do so, I'm going to tell you about a gospel tract. I've got one in my hands right now called You Can Know. You can know. You can know what precisely? Well, this gospel tract begins with a few questions. Where are the dead? Are their spirits alive after death? What about heaven, hell? What will become of me when I die? These are real questions. And the front of this gospel track says, real answers to eternal issues. You can know. Maybe you're listening right now and you have wondered, you have asked yourself those very questions. Well, I'd love to talk to you about that. And you can, as always, order some of these gospel tracks for free on our website. They are free. We're not trying to sell you anything. We don't sell your information. We're not looking for anything from you. We just want to share the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And maybe, just maybe, you have those questions. Maybe you say, I'm not ready to go order something on a website, but I'd like to talk about with these questions. I have, you can reach out to me directly. Text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309-316-7240. Now, as we dive in today, go to Matthew chapter number six, verse number nine begins by saying this, after this manner, therefore pray ye, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to ponder with me those first two words of what we call the Lord's Prayer, or maybe more aptly, the model prayer. Our Father. I've got with me my own prayer list. I, I keep it on an iPad, actually. That way I have access to it anywhere because it's up in the cloud. You know what I'm talking about these days. But we've talked for the beginning of this week, Monday and Tuesday, about those two words. And we're going to continue. I, I don't know if we're going to get through the entirety of the Lord's Prayer this week. I know we have a Bible study through the book of Mark that I need to get back to. I think we're in Mark chapter number six or thereabouts. But regardless, we're looking at prayer today, one of the chief reasons for that is because I covet God's people's prayer. We need your prayer here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. Our family needs your prayers. This ministry founded by Dr. Paul Levine 85 years ago needs your prayers. I think back on the previous years to me coming on board as the director. I had the privilege of jumping in the saddle January 1st of 20. 20. It's been over three and a half years now. Can you believe it? Time flies by so quickly. But I think back to previous to my tenure, to my predecessor, Pastor Mark Smith, and he would be one of the first to tell you that prayer moves the hand of God. So I ask you to pray. I don't ask you specifically to start praying for us. I ask you to work on your prayer life and maybe just maybe add us to your prayer list. We'd greatly appreciate that. As we look at this word father, our father, this word, this thought, the underlying theme of those two words, our father, to me, they speak of 
access. Now, I'm taking these notes directly from my prayer list. Before I really get into my requests, what I want, the selfish things that I'm asking for, or even asking for for other people, both personally, family, in ministry, the missionaries we pray for, all of those types of things. Before that, I'd like to remind myself of how God, Jesus Christ, taught us to pray. And so I do a small study on the Lord's Prayer before I get into my prayer time. I strive to pray consistently on a daily basis. I'll be honest with you, I don't always make it. But when I talk about my prayer, my daily prayer time, that is my hope, that's my prayer, that's my goal. I don't always make it happen. I am but flesh. They say it this way, a man of God is a man at best. I fail often, but I can tell you my goal is to talk to God in a close way, in an intimate way, every single day. But as we look at this here, realize this is coming directly from my prayer list, from my prayer journal, my notes. Access. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. Now, we know that to be true in all areas of life, but we don't think about it when it comes to spiritual things, to our prayer life. My wife and I had the chance earlier this summer, or let's see, it was late spring. We got away for just a little while, just a few days for our anniversary. And we so enjoyed our time together. Went to California, did some national parks and some different things. We, we greatly enjoyed our time. I think we're definitely going to find our time, find some time to get back out to some national parks as the Lord provides. But we were in the airport. We were trying to, I'm trying to remember now, I think we we're flying back. We had a long week, had a good time. But because of some credit cards that I have, you know, with all the points and all that type of stuff. Now, I'll just say this just right off the cuff in case you're not aware. I'm not a fan of credit card debt. In my life, I don't carry credit card debt. I re highly recommend you don't. If you can't handle plastic, pay with cash, okay? Uh, well, so when I talk about credit card points and things like that, please understand for our business, well, I say business, the ministry of Bible Tracks, you have to run it almost like a business in that you have invoices that have to be paid, printing costs, paper, uh, copiers, electricity, all that type of stuff, it's often so much easier to have a credit card. And so because of some of the credit cards that we have, we can access some lounges at airports. And at LAX, one of the largest airports in the world, Los Angeles International Airports, I was looking on my app that shows me all the lounges I can get into. And you know what I found? Not a single one available in Los Angeles International Airport. I was flabbergasted. So I talked to a customer service person. I said, you know, I have this particular pass that's supposed to get me access to lounges. We had like a four hour layover. We were ready to come home, but we had this long layover. I said, do you know of any that let that will allow us in? It was one of the employees that had, had known how these things worked or so I thought. Uh, that's going to come back to bite me in just a little while. Long story short, they said, yes, over in the international terminal, like a quarter mile down the road, you can get into this particular lounge. Well, I should have known when they said it was the Centurion Lounge. Those of you out there, you big spenders and whatnot, you're already laughing at me. Pause for a moment here. I don't have an American Express card that requires that to get in the Centurion Lounge. Get this. You have to spend $75,000 a year on this one card to get access to these Centurion Lounges. I did not know that. And we had four hours to kill. I figured, what's the worst that happens. They say no. Well, we walked a quarter mile down and you know what they told us? 
Yeah, no. We walked through security because we were going into another terminal. We walked up to the very nice desk in our very ritzy looking lounge area. You know what they told me? You don't have access. We were denied. What a bummer, right? Well, you know what we did? We walked back to our terminal and we took it as a little bit of exercise after a long week. We didn't have access. No, but it didn't matter if I would have said I was friends with the CEO of American Express. It wouldn't have mattered. There was nothing getting me into that lounge. But for all the rights and privileges that credit card points get you, for all the, the abilities, the access that uh, certain lounges give you at airports, there's nothing like, they say that's a funny, that's a silly illustration. Well, friend, there is nothing like having access to the God of all eternity our father if i i may never be able to get into a centurion club i don't anticipate having a credit card that i spend seventy five thousand dollars a year on anytime soon okay i may not be able to get into the centurion club but i can get into the throne room of god almighty and i can tell you which one i crave more which one i'm more interested in not only does him being our father give us access he also gives us affection you realize no other God allows us to approach and claim kinship the way that Jehovah God does. You know, to many other gods of this world, you are nothing but a subservient, a peon. You're nothing to them. You're just a worshiper. I'm talking about the little G gods of our world. I'm talking about all the other gods that many others would claim. Many religions claim some god, some wise man, some holy man, some, some, some thing up on a pedestal with no ability, no ears to hear, no eyes to see, no mouth to speak, but they claim them as God. But they can never give true affection. Our God allows you and I to call him our father. Think about that. Other gods demand money, oblations, offerings, but our God only asks what David offered in Psalm 51, a broken and a contrite heart uh, that he will not despise. For time's sake, let's move on. Access. What does our Father give us? Access, affection. How about attention? Why should he care enough to want to fellowship with me? It doesn't make sense. Why should he visit with me today? And when I do go to him, it's as if there's nothing more important in all the world than my request, than my presence. What a thought. How about the fact that as our father, he is also approachable? You know, what's the use of a father that you can't get near? Our father is present, which I must add only adds to the self-inflicted sorrow when I don't give him time. He's always approachable. I think about um, Xerxes. I think about Esther's husband in the book of Esther and how she had to take her life into her own hands to go into his throne room because if he had not offered the golden scepter to her, she would have died. But thankfully, he allowed her in. But you think about it. We don't have to go into his throne room with fear and trepidation. We can go in and call him our Father. What a joy. 
What a blessing. So I ask you today, friend, is he your father? Do you consider him approachable? Well, that question can be answered when we reflect on the fact that have you spent time with him today? Have you spent time with him this week? Do you ever spend time with him? Is he your father? Do you treat him as your father? I want to thank you so much for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes. I'm so looking forward to continuing this discussion. We are not done with those first two words, our Father. We're going to continue on here for just a little bit with a little bit of a refresher, a little bit of review, and then we're going to move on tomorrow to which art in heaven. Thank you so much for joining me today. My prayer, as always, is that you have a great day for His glory. I'm looking forward to talking to you very soon. Tune in tomorrow and all this week. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.